Namaste. I'm Reverend Wendy Craig Purcell here at the Unity Center in beautiful San Diego. Thank you so much for subscribing to this channel. Please make sure that you like the video you've just watched and consider making a contribution on our app or on our website. It's really easy to do. And thank you in advance for that support. It does make a difference. So somewhat recently, I came upon a book written by Amanda Owens, The Power of Receiving. And though I've been in this Unity Metaphysical teaching for a long time now, I realized I'd never given a whole lot of thought to the receiving end of the giving and receiving principle and law that we teach. That my emphasis, and actually even my personal practice, has always been more on the giving side and not nearly as much on the receiving side. So I was quite intrigued when I came upon her, her work, and I want to share some of her ideas, my own ideas as, as well, in this short series on giving and receiving, on giving and receiving. Probably most of us are very familiar and have grown up with the ideas and the concepts that it is better to give than to receive, right? We may perhaps even be familiar with the Bible verse, God loves a cheerful giver. God loves a cheerful giver. Or maybe we've even heard or used the expression, give until it hurts. See, it's in the culture, right? It's in the culture. There are a lot, a lot of wise words emphasizing the importance of, of giving. But is that completely the way it should be? Should it be just one directional? Or is it really a circle? Is it really both and that we are meant to practice and understand both the giving and the receiving. And so as we explore today and throughout this month, this principle, this law of manifestation, giving and, and receiving, I think our practice is to be really mindful of where are we with the receiving part of the equation? How comfortable are we truly with it? Or are there places in our lives that we kind of close down and therefore shut off some of the flow? If God is absolute good and absolute wholeness, then so are we. And so all that God is in potential resides in each and every one of us. I have a quarter here. Maybe you have a coin you can pull out in your wallet. I know some of us don't carry a whole lot of cash anymore, right? We use Venmo and electronic and, and all of that. But I have a quarter here, and so I have a question to ask you. Which side of the quarter is the quarter? Both, right? All right. Which side is more important, heads or tails? Neither. Neither is more important. They are both equally important. Both sides. Same for this principle. The receiving 
part of the principle is equally important as a giving part of the principle. And yet in our culture, we are much more aware of words of wisdom that talk about the giving end, right? God loves a cheerful giver. Give until it hurts. It's better to give than receive. And certainly there is, there certainly is truth to the idea that there is a lot of harm done with greed and selfishness in our world. But I think that we still forget that the actual principle is a both and, is a both and. Einstein, here's some more quotes that, that lean us in the one direction only, that is only about giving. It said that Einstein said, the value of a man lies in what he gives and not in what he is capable of receiving. Or Calvin Coolidge, no person was ever honored for what he received. He was honored for what he gave. But think about it. This is an important question. Think about this. If we are only here to be givers, if we are only here to be givers, only here to give to others, then what are others here for? <laughs> so here. Whoa, I think I almost hit you, Karen. <laughs> she was looking down, maybe taking notes, abundance. But, but if I, if there's not a receiver, when I attempt to give, then have I really been able to give, right? So it's not either or, it's both and. There can't be a receiver if there's not a giver, and there can't be a giver if there's not a receiver. And so now don't let your mind go to that lowest common denominator where you say, well, I'll just be on the receiving end. Because it's both and, right? It's both and. And nature seems to get it. Right? Nature seems to get it. We what? We breathe in oxygen, and what do we breathe out? We breathe out carbon dioxide, right? And most, and this is true of most of the animal kingdom, breathing in oxygen, breathing out carbon dioxide. Then we have the whole planet of, of our plants, right, that are taking in the carbon dioxide and giving out the oxygen. It's the ebb and flow, right? see ebb and flow in nature, there seems to be such a natural, beautiful cycle of this. But for some of us as individuals, there's some healing work we may need to do to understand what it is to really receive. To me, it comes down to balance. It comes down to balance. That we must get comfortable with the idea of the both end. We must get comfortable with the idea of receiving. We must get comfortable with the idea of giving. If we only give, if we only give, we wind up feeling depleted and empty. And if we're not careful, we can wind up feeling resentful, right? And this is true whether we are talking about giving our time or our resources or our energy or anything. If we are only giving and giving and giving and giving, we're going to feel very empty, very empty, and in time, bitter and resentful. 
But if we are only receiving, what happens there? We feel bloated. We feel stagnant. We get stuck. It's both and. It's both and. Wolfgang von Goethe said, human life runs its course in the metamorphosis between receiving and giving. Human life runs its course in the metamorphosis between both of those. Between both. Ernest Holmes, the founder of the science of mind, another branch of the new thought teaching, wrote, the great lesson is that life delivers itself into our capacity to receive it. Think about that for a moment. Life delivers itself into our capacity to receive it. If we come to life with a teaspoon, life will give us a teaspoonful. If we come to life with a cup, life can pour into us a cup. Life can only give to us what we have the capacity to receive. The outpouring from the cosmic horn of plenty can only fill the cup that is lifted upward toward it. A pail turned on its side cannot be filled with rain from heaven. The outpouring of the cosmic horn of plenty can only fill the cup that is lifted up toward it. So to me, that suggests it's not just the capacity. Am I coming to life with a, a heart that is receptive to receive in abundance? Or am I coming to life with a teaspoonful or a cup or a gallon or a bucket? But also, I like the way Holmes says, the cup that is lifted up toward it. When I think of the idea of lifted up toward it, I'm thinking of something that's inspiring, something that is hopeful, something that is forward-directed, something that is ready to step into something new, a greater good, a greater possibility. And so it is imperative on us that we really examine where we are with receiving. To look at when simple things, when someone pays us a compliment, how do we feel? Are we able to, some of you are smiling, are we able to take that in? Are we able to say simply, thank you? Or do we feel that we've got to quickly compliment them as well? When somebody does us a favor, how are we in receiving it? Are we able to receive it? graciously and with joy? Or do we right away go to, I, I kind of better keep track so that we keep this kind of even? Are any of you with me with any of the things that we do in our, in our minds, right? So the first step of any of this kind of growth is always a gentle step of reflection, of beginning to raise our awareness around how are we as receivers? When life presents us with something good, do we grab hold of it and hold it so tight and hoard it out of fear that we'll never receive something again? 
Are we quick to go, oh, wait, or go to a place of, oh, well, I really don't deserve that, right? So it's all this personal inquiry and observation of that interior life. Where are we and how are we on the receiving end of things? One of my favorite unity ministers was always Eric Butterworth. He had such a remarkable work in New York City and was the author of some of Unity's finest, finest uh, books. In one of his prosperity books, he wrote this. It is our inability to be a gracious receiver that is indicative of a spiritual problem that would no doubt answer the questions about many other problems of life, such as, why can't I get ahead? Or why do these troubles always come to me? If I were to refuse to accept the gift, or even if I were to accept it grudgingly, with a sense of personal obligation, with an attempt to immediately reciprocate, I cut off my good, and I cut off the other's good too. Some deep wisdom in there. If in our inability to be a gracious receiver, it's indicative of a spiritual problem that would no doubt answer the questions about many other problems, such as, why can't I get ahead? Or why do these things always come to me? These bad things or these troubles always come to me. How are we in receiving the good that life is giving to us? Do we take it for granted? That's not a particularly good way to be a receiver, take it for granted. How do you feel when you do give something, your time, your talent, your energy to someone, and they take it for granted, does it feel good? No, it doesn't feel good. And while the universe is not anthropomorphic, we can relate to this idea that if energetically we give and give and then the receiver takes it for granted, we're going to kind of have a different attitude. Maybe our giving will go in a different, in a different direction. This idea of receiving, I was really thinking about this last night as I was doing some of my own inner work and saying, why is it, Wendy, that you know, in all these years, your personal practice has been more on the giving and you haven't paid a whole lot of attention to exploring the nuance of receiving? And I, I think I got a kernel of it for, for myself, and maybe it'll be helpful to you, that there's a different energy. Receiving is a positive thing. And receiving, to me, is about welcoming and, and having almost an open attitude toward, toward good. But in my mind, instead of thinking about receiving in that way, I found myself thinking more about takers and there's a, or grabbers. And there's a big difference in the, it's the principle is giving and receiving. It's not giving and getting. It's not giving and taking. And your chuckling leads me to think, to believe that you're getting the nuance with me, right? And so there are certainly those that, that confuse the word receiving with getting. But that's not what this is about. It's not what it's about. A practice of getting, a practice of taking, 
to me is wrapped up in really unhealthy ideas, unhealthy ideas like the fear of lack. If I am in the mindset of I better get and take everything that I can, anything that's being offered to me, I'm going to get it, I'm going to take it, what's really beneath that? Scarcity. A feeling of fear, a feeling of lack. That's why I'm motivated. I better get it right now. I better take it right now. And that's not the kind of consciousness or energy that I think draws to us sustainable abundance and good. But receiving is something different. Receiving is an energy that is wrapped up in giving as well, When you have given something, think about this. When you have given something that you really wanted to give to someone and they received it with such joy, how did you feel? Yeah, right? There's this wonderful exchange that goes on. We had a desire to give something that meant something to us, whether it was our time or a financial gift or or a possession or a talent. And there's almost, I've been in this situation, I'm sure you have too, where you couldn't wait to give it to that person and to see, with no strings attached, other than to see the expression on their face and to see them light up. We had some friends over for barbecue on the Sunday over Memorial Day weekend. And one of our friends admired, I have several chimes in our backyard. And I finally, over the years, found chimes that have the kind of sound that I really like to hear. And our, our friend said, they're beautiful. Where did you get them? And I said, Costco, online, and, and, you know, in, and in Costco, and I think they still have them. And the very next day I went out, well, not the next day because it was Memorial Day, but the couple of days after I went out, and I couldn't wait to go to Costco and buy these chimes for this friend and give them to her a couple of days ago. And it was more fun for me, I think, on the giving end than it might have been for her on the receiving end. But this wonderful exchange to see the other be able to receive with such happiness, such joy, that's very different than the energy of grabbing or the energy of entitlement or the energy of taking. I think there's an awful lot in our culture that seems to be permission giving around entitlement. And certainly there's a lot around the belief in scarcity. Here's a quote from Amanda Owens in her book, The Power of Receiving. Life is inherently giving, and if barriers to receiving were removed, like when a floodgate is lowered, life's givingness would rush in. Life's givingness would rush in. So the question for us is, how good are we at receiving? How good? And is there some room for us to open up around that? I can't remember whether it was in a Catherine Ponder Prosperity book or an Eric Butterworth book, but it was a story that I'd never forgotten. It was a story about a friend who had bet bet his friend that he could successfully give away a certain amount of money in a certain period of time. 
And so these friends lived in, in London, and the friend who made this bet said, I bet you, and I don't remember the amount, but I can give away a, this amount of money in this amount of time standing on the Westminster Bridge in London. Very busy place. He tried all day long to give away the money. He was not successful. He had to come back to his friend and said, I tried as hard as I could. I couldn't give away the money. You might ask, was there a catch involved? Why didn't the people, why did no one take his money? Probably because they were thinking, there must be some catch to this, right? There was. What was the catch? Hmm? They just needed to come forward and accept it. That was the catch. That was the catch. That was the catch. I bet if we could have interviewed every single one of those people that he attempted to give the money to that day and asked them beforehand or even afterwards, would you like to be more prosperous? What do you think their answer would have been? Yes. I mean, if they were answering honestly, wouldn't all of us prefer to be more prosperous? I think the answer is yes. And yet, when there was this opportunity, for whatever reason, that's what I'm talking about here, looking inside ourselves and trying to understand what's going on. And where would we have been in that situation? Would we have felt self-conscious? Would we have said, gone up to the person and said, well, are you serious? You mean all I have to do is you don't want anything from me? It's not counterfeit money? You're really just giving it to me? Well, okay, right? There'd be nothing wrong with checking out, but to not even check it out points to something inside of us, something worthwhile for us to look at, especially if we reflect back to the, the, the idea that Eric Butterworth said, that there's a link between our how we are with receiving and how our life works and why maybe things are sluggish for us and aren't flowing in the way that we like, whether it's opportunities or more joy or more abundance. And so the homework for us, I think, is just to raise our awareness and just to notice this week, as life presents you with a gift, whatever it may be, somebody offers you something, somebody does something for you, somebody here before you leave pays you a compliment, just notice how you are with receiving. And then ask yourself, is there any room for improvement? Because if my ability to receive is tied up with all of this good in my life, then maybe there is some, a little bit of work for me to do. So I hope you'll have fun just looking at this and stepping into being a more open and gracious receiver. Namaste. Namaste.